Hey everyone, Selena Kulkarni here for another episode of the Freedom Warrior podcast, where it's my job to share the latest insights, tactics, and strategies around alternative wealth building. For those of you who'd like to learn more about financial freedom through alternative methods, please head over to my website, freedomwarrior.com.au, where you can access my library of articles, interviews, and programs to help you on the way to becoming more financially free. Now, on to the show. So when I reflect on the, you know, the idea of uh, cuts and bruises when it comes to your investor journey, I think one of the really important things to understand is that, um, you know, people who project themselves as being, you know, perfect, infallible, having had no bad experiences, in my opinion, are really not being truthful. I think uh, every investor journey is, uh, to some degree, filled with lessons which often come in the form of a cut or a bruise. And uh, certainly in my journey, <clears throat> you know, I've, uh, I've definitely experienced some setbacks, um, but I think those setbacks have often provided huge, huge learning uh, around, you know, how to move forward with a bit more stability. I think when I first started investing, the, uh, the lessons were very much around, um, if I had to describe it, just being completely random, um, buying on gut feel or, um, you know, because somebody else told me it was a good idea. Um, and the first probably half a dozen properties we bought um, were very much kind of like just on a whim. Um, fortunately for us, it was at a time where there was great growth in the market. So even though we didn't have great incomes, um, we were great with our stewardship. We were good at saving, and uh, the you know the increased values that we had early on gave us the uh, equity in order to springboard into additional properties. Now, when I look back at that time, um, it was probably my husband who kind of led the way on on most of those real estate transactions. Um, but when I started to look deeply and learn and understand, I realised straight away that um, you know none of those properties were really moving us in the direction of my ultimate goal and our ultimate goal, which was financial freedom. Um, you know, the, uh, the strategy was scattered. Um, and, you know, certainly I would, you know, when I look back, if we'd been more methodical, more structured, if we'd had a game plan from the get-go, um, we probably would have been, you know, three or four times uh, ahead of where we are right now. So I think the, uh, the big lesson that I have is, is investing in something as enormous as real estate and not having a plan, like not, not really having a good game plan is, is really a recipe for just, you know, the equivalent of walking through concrete. So that, that's kind of like some of the earlier memories I have of, of little cuts and bruises in, in terms of just really slowing myself down and making some silly decisions. I think um, if I reflect on the other end of the spectrum, which is what have been some pretty diabolically painful lessons, um, I think what comes to mind is uh, uh, an investment that we took on in, I think it was 2008. Uh, We met a guy who claimed to be offering private finance and uh, looked at doing a joint venture into um, a large parcel of land on the central coast that we were going to purchase and subdivide. And uh, 
the upshot of it was that we took um, a significant amount of equity. Um, our house had been paid off at the time. And uh, the upshot was that uh, this guy turned out to be a complete crook. And he, you know, in spite of having all the right contracts and lawyers and everything in place, uh, he basically fleeced us for a significant amount of money, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Now, given where we were in our investing journey, given, um, you know, our life circumstances, we were on one income at the time. Uh, it was, I can't even tell you, it was a devastating setback. Um, we lost the house uh, and for all intents and purposes, uh, it really set us back, not quite to square one, but, um, you know, it was, it was one of those injuries that I, I honestly think it took many years to digest. And the reason I'm sharing that story with you is uh, for a couple of reasons. Number one, um, you know, I, I think it's very easy to look at someone who has uh, great wealth and think that it happened easily for them. And uh, I think, you know, my experience and, you know, I, I rub shoulders with some pretty high net wealth, sophisticated investors. And uh, their journeys have been similar. You know, they've had major setbacks. Um, some have even faced bankruptcy. Uh, you know, they play a big game. And that's that's part of the journey when you play a big game. You've got to expect those sorts of setbacks. But in my own case, in my own journey, that setback uh, taught me a lot. Um, first of all, it really, um, I guess, strengthened my desire to learn how to do world-class due diligence. Um, I think one of the things that we're missing in our country is uh, understanding the skill set around how to do good due diligence. I think the other part of the experience for me as well was around learning to digest loss. So I'd had small losses before and, you know, I think my attitude uh, in general has always become easy come, easy go. Um, but that loss really, really hurt and um, it really did take significant work on my own personal journey to digest that loss, to forgive myself and then to pick myself up, dust myself off and move on. So the thing to understand is that... Um, there are going to be setbacks, there are going to be losses, there are going to be experiences that you have that maybe make you question whether or not you should be in the game at all. But what I want to encourage you to look for, no matter how painful, what is the lesson? And the reason I share this is over the years, I have counseled hundreds of couples on the subject of money, wealth creation, property investing. And what I've seen on many occasions is that really small amounts of money can cause a splinter in the relationship. Um, and, you know, my husband and I joked that, um, you know, we have been through so, so much. Um, and, you know, we're very lucky that it's actually strengthened our relationship, but that's not always the case. And what you want to be mindful of is where you do experience loss is that you want to Make sure you you reflect, you look for the lesson and you digest the pain. Um, I've worked with so many people who have undigested pain around loss, around having made bad decisions. Um, and, you know, 
I can't say that, you know, I, I want to stop learning. So I think there's no magic bullet and there's no perfect insulation against, against loss. That's just part of the journey. So, you know, from a, from a, an investing point of view, what I encourage you to do is uh, reflect on your lessons. Um, don't sweep them under the carpet and uh, yeah, digest the pain by getting support from other people, talking to other investors, but above all else, just really, you know, forgive yourself for any mistakes that you've made. So the next point I really want to cover is if I could go back in time, um, if I could go back to the beginning of my journey, what advice would I give my younger self on the topic of property investing? And this is such a great question because, um, you know, you see it in the movie, it's a little cliche. What advice would you give your younger self? Um, and I think the first thing I would say is chill out. Um, there's no urgency. There's no rush. Be methodical. Get a plan together. Find mentors. That would probably be the number one. Go and find mentors. So not celebrities, not all these, um, you know, big name educators, but mentors, people who have the results that you want. And find a way to be in their world. Find a way of adding value to them so you can be part of their world. Because I can tell you now that the single biggest influence in my world on the results that I've had is finding a mentor who not only has the results that I want, but who can give me the support and guidance about how to get from where I am now to where I want to be. Uh, and I think that's the missing piece in a lot of cases. There's a lot of great educators out there, no question. But often what's missing is, you know, you look at, you, you know, how they're sitting on their castle and how big and important they are. And there's not much direction on how to get from where you are which may be at the start of the investing journey to where they want to be, um, to where you, you know, where they are and where you want to be. So look, uh, you know, I think there have been many, I guess, forks in the road on my investing journey. And I think the, um, the advice that I would give to anyone who's serious about creating financial freedom is uh, number one, get in the game as quickly as possible. You know, I started in my late 20s and uh, I can tell you now, I wish I'd started sooner. Um, you know, I, I do the best I can to encourage my boys to, um, you know, exercise great stewardship, to uh, think about what they want with their lives, to make sure they follow their passions. Um, I think there's lots of ways to make money. Uh but I think the the journey that we all have in life is to to find the work or the vocation that that really inspires us and uh, takes us to where we want to be, which is which is where Freedom Warrior came about. the The Freedom Warrior program that I started was really about me saying, you know, this is the journey I'm on. I'm passionate about it. I want to make a difference to people. So if, if this journey inspires you, if this journey is exciting to you, then come join me. So, yeah, look, I, I hope you found that really useful. I've certainly um, learnt um, a lot in the time that I've been an investor, but, you know, there's no wishing to go back. I, I don't wish for a different past. I've had a very meandering path to wealth creation. 
I've enjoyed the journey. You know, for me, it was never about amassing the biggest fortune um, possible in the shortest space of time. It was about, you know, learning the play of money, learning about the wisdom of, of having money, of caring for money, of how you can use money for good um, and not for evil, um, about, about how you can use money to influence the lives of others, to, to do what you're passionate about and to, to live the life that you love. Thank you so much for listening to the Freedom Warrior podcast and a few things before you take off. If you enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to hit the subscribe button to avoid missing out on future episodes. And I'd really appreciate it if you could rate and review my podcast to help more people find it. Also, each week I send out a unique email newsletter where I share some of the most cutting edge and interesting things I've found during the week to help you on your journey to financial freedom. And finally, if you're interested in fast tracking towards being financially free, please check out my programs where I help you get onto the path of generating a significant six-figure passive income through investing. If you're interested, head over to freedomwarrior.com.au to find out if it's suitable for you. Till next time, take care. See you on the next episode and bye for now.